and we are back. Well, I'm back. Yeah, it's we're back. Minute, you know, <laughs> my other half is back. Welcome back to the land of the pods, Ray. The baby's been taking over my life, <laughs> over the house. That's why I'm in my daughter's room right now. My baby is asleep, and either my girl is doing some soccer thing, or there's too many damn kids over here. Someone's having a sleepover. My baby's acting crazy. Like it's just, it's been a lot, man. But I'm trying to figure it out. Mm-mm-mm. It should be even. Um, like I was saying about my um, my grandmother's place, so that that's for sure mine. Whenever my grandpa wants to go, my uncle was telling me that he had been talking about he don't want to live in a big house no more. You know, after my grandma passed and stuff like that. So my uncle the other day, I was over there. He's like, "Hey man, just want to um let you know, like, whenever your grandpa wants to move out or whatever, or, you know, whatever happens, he's like, the place is yours if you want it." I'm like, "Dude, yes, Dude, yes." Uh, you can't, yeah, <laughs> like you can't even get in that neighborhood. Like my grandma's owned that house since like 1974 or something. And dude, when you go in that neighborhood, it's like grandfathered in. Like either they're old people, or you could tell it's like the grandkids or something like that. No houses ever for sale, for rent, or nothing like that. Man, five bedroom house, one and a half baths. The backyard is humongous, dude. Like two of what I got out out back there, which is a lot of room. You know, two car garage. I'm like, dude. I would love to raise my kids there, man. I remember every Christmas there until I was like six, six, 17 years old or something, you know, 18. So, you know, that bigger space, you know, first space. It's in Racine too? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So I could, I, I might be have my own, you know, room, room. finally. You know yeah, that'll yeah. be dope. That'll be dope. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm up to and playing too much Fortnite, you know, and then Brian's like, Hey man, you want to do the pie? You want to do the pie? I'm just ducking him, ducking him. He knows it too. He knows it. <laughs> he's like, hey man, you want to do the pie, whatever. And I'm like, I want to respond for a couple hours. I'm like, Shit. he's probably like, come on, see, he's this mother. Like, he's ducking me. <laughs> I mean, I'll move on without you for sure. That's what I did last no, week. No, I was like, whatever. I know, I know, but I know, you know, you also don't want to do that either. You know what I'm saying? So no, I'll ask you because you're a part of you're a part of it, right? So like, I'll I'll always ask you. You want to do it? If you, if you yeah. either don't answer or don't want to do it, then I'll just do it. It's not, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I want to do it. It's never the case. Definitely. I love it. <laughs> it is what it is. For sure. Um, what was I going to tell you? Yeah, last week again, shout out to Wesley for jumping in. He's actually in town this week. So we're probably going to do an in-person one with our buddy Danny. Uh, thinking about Thursday at some point, if not Saturday night, but. I'm probably going to take some PTO on Thursday, extend my weekend because I'm off Friday and Monday. So make it a five day or a five day or the PTO life. Got to extend them days. Next week, I could. I have some. I have PTO. I could take a day, but I'm trying to say that PTO for my uncle's birthday in a couple months. But we'll see how it goes because at my job, like every paycheck, you, I think, earn like four hours of PTO. So maybe by then, yeah, I like eight hours a month. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we get, uh, well, I get slightly more, but my wife gets 10 hours a, a month, so five that's hours a, a check or something like that. That's nice. Uh, okay, so what's, what, what, what's this nice turtle thing? You, okay, you, so I was on TikTok, and I would like, I want to give credit to like people, but it's hard to find some of this stuff because somebody will like read it somewhere, and they don't give credit to somebody, so then now I'm trying to hunt down who the original source was sure. of whatever it Always. was. Um, but 
So I saw this theory. I thought it was super cool. And I was like, I'm going to share it with Ray. I he doesn't even know what it is yet. But I told him it's about how the weapons were assigned to Ninja Turtles. So I kept Googling it a couple times. And I came up on a um, Reddit post from five years ago, which is the oldest I can find at the moment of whatever. Maybe they didn't originate it, but yeah, um, it's on a Teenage Ninja, uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles Reddit. And there was a post on here. Uh, I don't even know who the originator is. It says trivia, but okay. So it's a theory of how Master Splinter gave out the turtles. And I'm glad I came up the turtles, their weapons and the why behind yeah. it. So I'm pretty glad I came up on this Reddit because there's a counter argument and we could talk about that too. Like okay. somebody was like, actually, I see it this <laughs> way and they both make sense. So it's one of those things where like, well, what do you, what do you believe? Okay. So you guys know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I kind of went down this rabbit hole uh, because of Fortnite. Cause now you got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Fortnite. They got skins with their weapons. I don't want to get them so bad. Dude, it's so good. And then April's on there with a bunch of other stuff for and April. The sewers are glowing now. Like every rough has the sewers like glowing. It's isn't that so I was like, yeah, let's get back on a turtle. You guys know I'm a huge last Ronin fan. But I'm just so, a huge Turtles fan. So we are just gonna jump into it, right? So we're gonna start yeah. with Roth. So Raphael, um, on this threat, on this reddit thread so it says rafael is the most hot-headed and violent of the turtles he wields the size a traditional defensive weapon used in peacekeeping this is to teach him patience and discipline michelangelo michelangelo is the most scatterbrained and playful of the turtles he wields the nunchucks a weapon famous for its complexity and ease of injuring the user this is to teach him focus and not to take combat lightly Donatello is the most intelligent and tech savvy of the turtles. He wields a bow, a simple wooden staff. This is to teach him creativity and making do with what he has available to him. Then Leonardo is the ethical and heroic of the turtles, the most ethical. He wields the katanas, the only bladed weapon of the four and the most lethal by default. This is to teach him that ultimately, despite his ideals, he may be forced to take lives to protect people and must never fight battles needlessly. So I was like, dude, so this is on the Reddit. The dude on TikTok changed it slightly. And he talked about Michelangelo, which the Michelangelo part I'm about to talk about is probably the, the most likely or why people would think this. Because Michelangelo, if you haven't, if you don't know by now, is the last Ronin. He's the only one that survived the attack Shredder's grandson did or whatever. So he was talking about how Mikey has the most potential of all the turtles, but he's super scatterbrained. So the nunchucks require so much focus so you don't injure yourself that that is a part of it. So like it's meant to yeah. help him build on that to be focused. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. So what's your, there's a counterpoint, but I'll stop there and just kind of get your take on it or what your thoughts are. I'm whoever wrote this whatever it seems like they know what the hell they're talking about <laughs> it's see why you were saying it, it just seemed perfect you know what I'm saying and then as a kid and then you know maybe like a teenager you're always like man like why ain't Leonardo not like slicing these dudes up and stabbing them because he could easily do that you know what i'm saying but he like whoop a dude and like spank him with the sword you know what i'm saying or he'll use his sword to like either block or like cut through something someone's trying to attack him with but he never really 
cut anybody or kill anybody. You know what I'm saying? He uses he's a leader. You know, he's just focused. You know, you know. So like just thinking about that now, and you like reading that, like it, it totally understandable. You know what I'm saying? Raph's always on the offense based defense weapon. Like it, their their weapons counter counterbalance their their, it's their weaknesses. Yeah, 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 and and make them stronger. You know what I'm saying? Because Donatello is always trying to look for the next thing, something to help him. You know, something you know, whatever. You know, and then he gets the weapon that he's you know like what this just this. You know, and, you know, it's I I, I totally get it. And I think it's that, cool. So I wonder, like, know, I cool. wonder. Obviously, Heck, you got my mind you know, thinking right away. Who knows if it's if it's true in general? But like, Rafa is probably the strongest of them, like physic physically, right? Like, yeah. and he wants to be the leader, so like. That's a part of it too, but you gotta, he has to slow down. Like everyone thinks, like if you talk to people about Rafa, like they call them daggers, but they're not daggers. Like their size, their actual size. So, like the size is traditionally a defensive weapon. So, although they're pointy and you could probably stab somebody with them, like the point of them is really to, you know, counteract whatever yeah, Leo's doing. Or played and, you know, right, right. So yeah. it's super interesting. It's really to to do that. So, uh, I mean, it's very creative, right? Like, I mean, no. if it's yeah. not real, like if it's not something the original yeah. creators decided on, whoever gave it some thought for well, yeah, sure. But, yeah, yeah. but then when you hear it in something, it's actually very simple. You know what I'm saying? Like the nunchucks are probably, take that those take the most focus out of all their guns' weapons. To not hurt yourself. Shit, I remember playing with nunchucks. My ass back my nuts, my head a couple oh, for times. Sure, you hit yourself all the time. You know? It was they weren't even considered like an offensive thing until like Bruce Lee made them super popular, you know, in movies and stuff. Nobody's trying to do nothing with chump nunchucks. Like when you think nunchucks, you think Bruce Lee and Michelangelo. There ain't no one else you think about when you think about nunchucks. <laughs> ain't no other famous per, famous fighter talking about nunchucks. That, that is crazy though. Well, Maxie. It's nuts, dog. I think Maxi. <laughs> so the counter argument of this from a user called Smoking Dynamite. This all happened like five years ago, but I got I went down a super rabbit hole, y'all. So I was like, I gotta talk about this with Ray. And I was like, let's do it on the pod. So this dude, Smoking Dynamite, says, I see it the complete opposite way than what you're talking about. Said Roth is hot-headed and violent. He wields size, which is really close range and requires him to get really close to his enemies. And he often uses them as claws. Michelangelo is the most scatterbrained and playful of the turtles. He wields Nunchuck's weapon that is wild and hard to control, just like him. Donatello is the most intelligent. He wields a staff, an object often associated with scholars. And Leonardo's the ethical and heroic of the turtles. He wields katanas, the weapon associated with the samurai and nobility who live by a code of honor. And somebody commented, he was like, you guys are both right. And now I can't stop thinking about it. That's what happened to me. <laughs> I was like, yo, I mean, at this point, it's both answers are logical. Like I can oh, see yeah, it yeah. both ways. I but... think the first one took a lot more thinking, though, but the second one makes just as much sense. You know, with less words and less intent, you know what I'm saying? They both, you know, I would I would go with the first one. I would too. Made, I would. It maybe I'm just more of a thinker, I guess, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I mean, either either or. So I would go either. with the first one be for this reason and this reason alone. Like Master Splinter's trying to teach them, 
Yeah, yeah. Like the second option isn't a lesson, right? It's yeah. it's more playing to their strength. The first one yeah. is Splinter trying to identify where their shortcomings are and building it away for them to work on it over time, right? Like over yeah, using the second one would be like you're watching like an 80s movie montage and there's weapons there, and then Michelangelo grabs him and he's like, Oh, well, sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Raphael's like, yeah, I could do some. You know, that's that's that makes you think of you know. But like, yeah, you said with the the first one, it seems like you know they were chosen for them first. Like I said, it just took a lot more thought process to get to the point. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot more thinking into that one. But the second one is straight to the point and, and could make sense too. You know what I'm saying? Either either or. But like I said, I would take the first one. You know, makes them all sound a lot cooler too. Like oh, I said, super cooler. It sounds you know, yeah. it sounds way cooler. I'm surprised no one's like stolen this as you know what I'm saying? Like I would make a and I don't read that many. I've only really li- read the last Ronin comic books from when that came out until now. So like yeah. I never read any of the earlier comic books in general. I watch the cartoons, obviously, any movie yeah. that came out. I never read any of the comic books either in general. But I'll tell you this the the, the, the Ninja Turtles theme song from the nineteen eighty show is probably the greatest cartoon theme song. Jody. Not even no, not, no, the, the, um, no, the intro, like the visual yeah, intros, yeah. like that's, there's a lot of dope ass theme songs. So I'm not gonna throw that out there. But that intro scene for Ninja Turtles, I think, is unmatched. And even for the time period, you know what I'm saying? Like I haven't I mean, seen nothing cooler. Dude, when they fly out of that sewer and like they're blocking the shit in there and stuff like dude, those the, the the intro like still stacks up like to, to today's artwork, but like the cartoon don't. You know what I'm saying? But that intro was on fire. That that thing was that was on something else. Dude, they should, man, I I could watch the intro right now. I mean, they shoot out that 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 the sewer like torpedoes, like they're like beaks to the sky. So that's that's it was just so cool, man. Everybody wanted to be a turtle fan. Like I had everybody, everybody wanted to be a turtle. Pillows, you know what I'm saying? I had. Y'all remember it had like a turtle jet and you put like stink bomb fluid in it and it would let all like air bubbles and they would stink. My mom hated that toy. <laughs> I think she probably broke that month. That, that, that <laughs> why is it working? Know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why hey, it don't work. Your, hey, leave your toys on the floor and throw them in Oh, the I know for sure that dude, I watched my mom do that. Like when because I'm five <laughs> years older than my brother and six years older than my sister. So like for sure, there are times they were getting noisy, noisy toys, and all of a sudden they would just take the batteries out of them. Like, why ain't it working? Like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> or I would just have stuff missing. Like, damn, where's that? Where's that thing at? Like, I know I this. No idea <laughs> why it's not working, Papa. Just play with it. It's it's fine. Use your imagination. Use Dude, your it, imagination. It's crazy. Like, we're, I'm 37 now. Been a fan of Ninja Turtles since I was like eight. And we're still like talking about this. Talking about I mean, they're in pop culture. Bro, like, oh yeah, yeah, man. If, if what we talk about in pop culture, Ninja Turtles is like like a Super Mario. It's in there. It's like their own thing, dude. Like it, it, it don't miss. Like you know, saying that last movie they came out with, so far, like it, it, they just don't that, and they just dope. It's crazy. Hey, like the Turtles, I, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but it just popped in my head. Dude, Seth Rogen is murdering it murdering for like comic book fans with invincible uh um the, the boys you know what i'm saying and then he, he had his hands in his last turtle, turtle movie, movie yep. like I and he has um i don't know he's doing other stuff like dude like i never was a i wasn't the biggest fan of him ever you know but like over time and like now dude i'm the hugest fan of the guy like <laughs> 
he's he's killing it. Like I don't know where all this came from, or if he always had a love for this kind of stuff, but whatever he touches right now has has been phenomenal. <laughs> it's funny you said the when you brought up um the theme for the turtles, it popped in my head because I seen this uh I don't know a couple months back uh talking about with all the X Men news for X Men ninety seven or whatever in a theme song like that's one of the better theme songs that's ever came out it's just music no one even sings but uh when you mentioned that just now i i remembered about something i looked it up because like two of the most popular theme songs from like the 90s are the x-men theme song and a power ranger theme song and they're written by the same dude like he made both of them which is (laughs) nuts like it took a while. I, I remember watching it was a video he was being interviewed on, I guess, uh Wasserman, I think is his name. And he created the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger theme song, I guess, in the early 90s. Start to finish, he created that. And then the Power Ranger theme song only took two hours to make, bro. <laughs> Also, it's it's just... like so iconic, but it I is not a hard song, right? Like no, go I mean... go Power Rangers. <laughs> you mighty morph dude. He all he does is repeat go go Power Rangers, Mighty Morph Power Rangers. And that's it. You know it's what I'm saying? Crazy. I think the turtle theme song is better. And he gets uh, a plus for lyrical content. Like he had some, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had some, you know, the world's most fearsome fighting team. Like, man, that's dude, that that's like, that's probably my favorite theme song right there, man. When the yeah, so there's a quote right here. He was like, uh, so composing the iconic instrumental for Marvel's Mutants took a lot out of Westman, more than when he made the other 90s TV earworm Power Rangers, right? So, like, it took, the Power Rangers one took hours. Then he said, I left what I thought was a guide vocal for a real singer. He remembers about the day he made Go-Go Power Rangers. They had a meeting the next day. Fox heard it, went crazy. They said, congratulations, you got the theme. He was like, all right, bet. Who's going to sing it? They said, no, it's done. <laughs> like, it was our, That was it. Like, the what he put in there, he was like, all right. You know, so he's like, no, 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 this is perfect. Oh, so, that, oh, so that was yeah. be somebody else singing. Yeah, he just and laid like, it no, down like great. this is what it could sound like. like. And they were like, no, 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 we're good. This is it. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's hey, dude's wild. probably like, <laughs> whatever he's, he's two hours of his life. I wonder he's how like, much he got is, paid for it. I bet there's not like, a this ain't done, y'all. He's but, like, oh, wait, we're gonna pay you for it. He's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I wish <laughs> my boss, but like, hey, man, go home. We're gonna pay you for the rest of the day. I, I've only been there four hours. No, don't worry about it. We're gonna pay for the day you get out of here. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> see, <laughs> that's crazy. this is crazy because the Power Rangers song only has two lines. Go, go, Power Rangers. You mighty Morphin Power That's Rangers. It. That's it. That's it. Done. It's good. We're good. We're good. But We're dude, it was about to, I don't know, it was like, bang. And like, I don't know, it was just everything. It was just everything. It, it's just, it's interesting. I'm just, I'm happy that popped into my head, though, because I had seen it, and then I forgot all about it. And I was like, yeah. So once you said it, I was like, all right, that makes sense. That that brought it back. It brought it back. Yeah, man. Dude, theme music could make or break. It really can, though. It really can. <laughs> Dude, can you, uh, can you think of some of your favorite uh, theme songs from like, cartoons or old shows? Um, 
Biker mice, the biker mice from Myers intro theme song was always stuck in my head for sure. Ninja Turtles for sure. I mean, turtles in a half shell, turtle power. Turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. I mean, you definitely can't. Do you remember you can't the, get um, over that Sonic show? He's come on like TBS, the cartoon. Do the intro? Do I mean, it was like Sonic? He's really cool, Sonic. He's the fastest dude. Dude, yeah, he's the fastest. He's the fastest dude. thing alive. <laughs> dude, I used to love that. <laughs> Sonic, he can really move. Like, dude, that's <laughs> that was much. So good. Well, let's look at it. Let's see if I can jog some memory. Um, outside of like the oh, Darkwing Duck, bro. The Darkwing oh, Duck, dude. dude. Man, man. Darkwing Duck dude. was it. That was it, bro. The voice, <laughs> the whole man, was like, "How the smoke he appears, dude." It's so fire. It was dude, so oh, good. Um, Rescue Rangers gotta Rescue be one. Rangers, of, yep, dude, gotta be one of the best ever, man. Rescue like, Rangers was good. Gum shoes, yep, uh, picking up. The track, dude, this man. We heard a TikTok of that one not too long ago. Even my wife was in the kitchen singing it, and I was like, you know, you know, what I'm saying iconic for sure. No case too big, no case too small. If you need help, just come. Ch -ch 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 band dance. Hey, can you imagine these people in the studio? They have no clue what the hell this is about. They're probably seeing these words like, what? <laughs> what is this? I wonder if they give them like a synopsis or something like that, like. All right, man, there's these chipmunks and they're friends with a fat mouse and they have a pet fly and they're detectives. And this is going to be the <laughs> coolest show ever made. And go. go. <laughs> Singing his heart out in there, bro. So <laughs> good. Whoever sung that had a ponytail. I, I bet you he had a <laughs> um, Inspector Gadget. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, Inspector Gadget. Man, dog. <laughs> Go, get you go. That dude, that was a fire theme song. Doug, Doug, Doug was good, dude. Just so simple, but fire, like fire. I'm trying to think. I'm looking through a couple. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco Modern's Life theme song was sung by the B52s. Love Shack, man. Rocco's modern life. Rocco's modern life. Rocco's modern life. Dude, I didn't know that they they started talking. They got I got older. Well, I didn't become a fan of the B fifty two. Yeah, yeah. You guys might think I'm a lame for that, but I like the B fifty twos. Sorry. Um, Thundercats. Oh, Thundercats intro. Thunder, thunder, Thundercats. Dude, but the whole intro, love too, man. Like, lion no sword, and man, what, dude, what is taking so long? For this, any of this to happen, like we do, we got dope ass He Man shit right now. Where the Thundercat at? I'm talking about dope ass He Man shit right now. Uh, Kevin Smith is murdering the He Man right now. New season is going to be coming soon, by the way. If you haven't seen that He Man show on Netflix, watch oh, it's it. Cool. Fire. It's definitely cool. Is fire. Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Come on, man. Dude, Mark Hamill's becoming like the GOAT voice actor. Voice act, yeah, for villains too, mostly villains. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always villains. Uh, oh, the yeah. Flintstones, I'll take you all the way back. The Flintstones is, oh. dude, I, I, I mean, the Flintstones the came out in the 60s. Song, but 
I like the Flintstones, but I like the Jetsons, man. When that when his first house, dun, 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 like that. <laughs> man, that's my that was my shit. Scooby Doo. Oh yeah. I mean, I had, I'm looking at a list of different shows in the nineties. What's 90s. the name of the band? Who, um, uh, Simple Plan. What's new Scooby Doo? Dude, they oh, did yeah, the Even that was fire. I was trying to look for like '90s themes, and like all the really classic themes are super old. Like Scooby Doo, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. the Transformers theme. Transformers was in the '80s to to the late '80s. Series was fire. No singing or none. Just Animaniacs. Oh yeah. We are the Animaniacs. Yeah, that was my that that was. Uh... I'm trying to see like there's a lot Freakazoid. You remember the Freakazoid theme song? Oh man, I used to love Freakazoid. I used to love Fox. I don't know what days those cartoons came on, but man, I used I used to love Freakazoid. Freakazoid was remember, awesome. I can't remember the um theme song at all, but Dexter Laboratory's theme song was fire. Uh Kim Possible right. was a cool theme song. I used to, well, my brother and sister <laughs> were on Kim Possible. That Kim Possible song is lit. Hey, I'm not afraid to do uh, <laughs> You know what theme song you used to love when I was little? Sorry. Pepper Ann. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever see that cartoon, but <laughs> Pepper Ann cartoon. Man, she's too cool for seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper Ann, she's like one in a million. I used to love <laughs> So funny, dude. <laughs> Uh, Pepper Ann, Recess. I used to watch all them. Even Stevens. Man, those are my dose. If I had to pick one, though, I think DuckTales. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or yeah. Darkwing Duck. I mean... DuckTales! Woo! <laughs> Man. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. Dude, um, uh, They had the guy from... Um, Panic at the Disco sing. No, I uh, love that dude. Theme that song. dude's amazing. Dude, you gotta hear him sing the DuckTales theme song. And then they had Alicia Keys sing Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Dude, the Gummy Bears. That was my cartoon. See, a lot of you might not have been before cable back in the day like I didn't, but we had a black box. My uncle, <laughs> we didn't pay. I had all the channels. All the channels. <laughs> I was watching pay-per-view, Disney, you know what I'm saying? I'm over there. Huh? Nah, I was just looking at the scores of the games to see if they were over yet. Did we win? Uh, it's the third quarter. The Packers are losing 20 to 17. Hang it up. <laughs> That's awesome that we went down this little rabbit hole because for sure it was unintended, but like, nah, I just want to go watch DuckTales <laughs> and Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Dude, oh man, I was watching the, the DuckTales movie with my kids, uh, The Lamp. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yep. You seen that movie? Oh man. Hey, some of that artwork still stacks up, dude. Like, I always do that in my mind. I'm like, you know, it's just, you know, like One Piece. That artwork for I don't know how many episodes is junk. You know what I'm it saying? It was old, though. One Piece is old. Dude, dude, that DuckTales movie is old. You know what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of stuff is old, but I get it. But I'm saying there's still bits and pieces that, Still stack up pretty well, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that that that, that DuckTales movie was fire when they let that genie at the lamp. That was one of my that was one of my favorites right there. It's always interesting to like look into you know where some of that stuff started. It's it's interesting for sure. What was Disney sing with ducks? 
Darkwing Duck. No, they definitely Duck like ducks. Yeah, they definitely. Daffy I wonder Duck. if there's like a significant meaning to ducks. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there? Let's yeah, see. Or just animals, period. You know what I'm saying? And then I would say Disney might have started making like the first connected universe. You know what I'm saying? Because Baloo is from Jungle Book. Yeah. And then Baloo went in the tailspin and he was like an airplane pilot. You know what I'm saying? And then screw the DuckTales and then Scrooge McDuck, like, you know, and then uh, um, Goofy and them, like, they were started somewhere else and all moved into, like, other things, but they were still that character. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I used to love Tailspin. I'm like, Baloo? Like, that's, that's Jungle Book. You know what I'm saying? Like Let's Disney. They, they, I, I, had a, I had to Google it. Let's see a couple things that ducks were. So, a duck is an incredible animal helper, one traveling between the realms, traveling between the realms while bearing information and messages from the spirit world. That's why. Disney. The Egyptian Egyptian lores say hearing a duck is a marvelous omen of prosperity, luck, and hope. They weren't the only ones, though. The Mesotope, um, was it Mesopotamian? Deity Inanna, the goddess of love and sensual sensuality, a duck. has a duck as a sacred companion. Yeah, because I know about cats. You know, what I'm saying cats were worshipped way back in the day. You know, what I'm saying, so I get that everything with cats. You know, what I'm saying, but I didn't know ducks, but that's cool. That's interesting. I, I didn't know anything. Yeah, I didn't know none of that. So there's a significance behind that. <laughs> There has there's a significance behind everything sometimes. Mighty ducks indeed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did want to talk about some MCU stuff because an episode of the podcast can't go by without me talking about Marvel things. Uh it's just the way things are, guys. So get used to it. So they are introducing an original hero within the MCU. Somebody, you know, something not in the comic books or anything else is gonna be created. Um, four is going to come out as what if, and then I'm sure from what if it'll be brought into a live action, depending on the reception, or even if people don't receive it well, I'm sure it will. So they're introducing a new character. Um, she looks, cool. she looks super cool. She kind of reminds me of like the avatar, but I was going to say the avatar for sure. Yeah. So her name is Kahori. And it's going to be in a What If episode. She is a Mohawk Nation um, Native American uh, written by Ryan Little in conjunction with members of the Mohawk Nation. So it's going to be like accurate. It's not them no. just making some shit up. There we and go. it includes historian Doug George and Mohawk language expert Cecilia King to ensure an accurate portrayal of the pre-colonial Mohawk Nation and the larger... I'm going to butcher the shit out of this. I apologize, yo. How the Nansani Confederacy, right down to the episode actually taking place in the indigenous Mohawk language. That's that's awesome. She that's looks dope. really cool, dude. She looks like, I hope it works and people love it. Because like, because then, I mean, as deep into comic books as we get, like we kind of like, okay, what story could they tell for this? Like, this will be something you just, you you going into just blind and i feel like i haven't had that feeling <laughs> for any comic yeah. book movie ever how many when is the last cool native 
person that was at Kerak. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of cool Native American characters. <laughs> I'm just saying, we got, we got like Turok, and then uh, who is the dude from Marvel? Um, uh, I should know this. <laughs> um, he's an X Men. Yep. And I'm, um, I'm trying to remember his name. I want to say it's Warhawk. Alpha. Warhawk. It might be Warhawk. Something like that, but him and then uh, Night Wolf from Mortal Kombat. Night Wolf. Not a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things out there, so this is dope. Uh, let's see. I like it. It's interesting. I mean, so here's what it's going to tell. They've already had... Um, they've had some, like, synapses. So it says, it tells a remarkable story from a native Mohawk perspective which is truly unique and historical and will give viewers a new challenging and entertaining perspective on this land's first peoples, which is cool. The story is dynamic. The character fully realized and action sequences are breathtaking. The episode is exceptional in another sense. It is done with the complete cooperation of the Mohawk people from dialogue to adornment. It's going to be, it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. But this is the type of shit they should be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. when things start getting stale, just, like, do cooperation. And they want to be diverse anyways. We see that all the yeah. time. They gender swap mm -hmm. stuff. Like, so like, go to the source and make it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, make yeah. it as relatable as it can be and, yeah. and open it's it just, up. Hey, and from time to time, especially in, like, stuff like this, like, what ifs, whatever, but like cartoons or something, dude. Just add another, just add a new character. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Harley Quinn. You know what I'm saying? She was nobody, nothing. The writer decided to put her in there for a little bit, whatever. Boom, she exploded. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's okay. No, it is. I mean, it can be okay. There's gonna be haters, like always. You know, there's always haters. Hey, who's this um, person? We don't need another person. So I guess the name is pronounced Kahorti. Uh, is a real Wolf Clan name. I'm in already. That's, you have me at Wolf Clan. Like a <laughs> new favorite character, meaning she stirs the forest or is someone who motivates those around her. In her debut adventure, Cahorti will have to live up to her name to recruit powerful allies into the fight to save her people and change the course of history forever. I mean, I'm in, dude. I want, I want to see the episode. Like, you don't really have to. Sounds dope. I wonder who you don't she's have to say recruit. anything else to yeah, me. That's all you got to say. Like, that sounds dope. You guys should look her up, though, dog. Like, if you're just listening on a podcast, if you're not watching, I'll try to put a picture here on the screen just after editing. But she looks cool. Like, it looks traditional. Like, she has a face paint. And then when she's, like, powered out, we don't know what her powers are. I don't know. It's not. It's like it glows. Like, the airbender. She's, like, glowing like the Avatar. Yeah, she had, like, the face paint she has glows. It turns real airbending-y, you know. And that's some of the comments that you're going to see. But she has the power of the Tesseract. So that's going to be what's, like, influencing okay. her. So she's going to be she's gonna be a beast. Like, she's going yeah. to have some juice. Um, so it'll dope. be interesting. I think Sounds that's dope. gonna be cool, man. I think it's gonna be cool. I just wanted to mention that because it's been rolling around more and more on social media. And what if comes out next year? I think February. When is what if? What if season two? When is this coming out? 
Marvel needs something right now because people are starting to doubt them. Oh, yeah. They definitely are. Marvel needs something. Oh, shit. Dude, it comes out on Friday. Hey, at least DC is used to flops. <laughs> we've had the, the Ant-Man now. Uh, the Marvels. I like both of those movies, by the way. I did, too. But, um, this is crazy. I think it's going to be hard to see a billion dollars anyways, man. Like, everything's more expensive. Like, fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, so people ain't... They have to, to reset expectations. Much. That's the reality. Yeah. Like, overall, the movie industry... Like, I, dude, remember, getting to a billion dollars used to be, like, significantly hard. It was not happening oh, every dude, release. Heard that? You like these women hit a billion dollars. You're like, oh, what? Shit. Yeah, you know what dude, now like, you're like, I mean, think hey, about it. Like, Titanic million. went crazy. Hey. Titan- Titanic was a crazy movie. Then Harry it was Potter. like, um, Avatar. Like, it wasn't Lord like Lord of the Rings. And then Marvel does this unified universe, and all of a sudden, there's like a 10 movie streak of billion dollar after billion yeah. dollar. Like, That's oh, crazy. Gosh, is coming in. Avengers was the first one, right? I don't think the first two Iron Mans did particularly well, but then after that, it took off. So just to wrap up the what if conversation, it comes out December 22nd. I thought it was in February for some reason, but we're here. It comes out this week. So the first episode is, so that, that we know the title. So episode one comes out Friday, which is what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? Eh. Episode two comes out Saturday, the 23rd. What if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? Eh, interesting. Episode three is what if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Uh, that's probably going to be a kind of dumb episode. Uh, what if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? That's going to be interesting. What Episode five, what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? They love Captain Carter, dog. They're all in on having her like, with the shield and stuff. I think she looks cool. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Episode six. This is the episode I want to watch that we've been talking about. What if Cohorty reshaped the world? So that is December 27th, 10 days from now. That's what I want to see. Episode seven is Hella found the what if Hella found the 10 rings? Episode eight is no, that one could be cool. Episode 8 is What If the Avengers Assembled in 1602? And then the last episode is Episode 9, What If Strange Supreme Intervened? Ooh. So we got a lot of, a lot of Marvel the stuff the coming out here. Cool. Yeah, there's a couple of episodes I'm, I'm in on for sure. So that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. So you got me thinking now that you mentioned like <laughs> flops. Let's let's talk about. I'm gonna just Google what the top flops this year was because it feels like there was a shit ton of flops. Um, I feel like if you made your money back, it ain't a flop. I mean, there's projections, right? Just like any business, yeah. you budget for whatever. Like, okay, I found a list here from what is this place? Slashfilm.com. This this is an article by Ryan Scott. It just came out two days ago, so Bare, a fairly recent list. Let's name the movies. Have we seen them? And do we think they deserve the flop? Okay. And if we didn't see them, then it's probably why it's flopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At number ten, Renfield. 
by Nicolas Cage. I like that movie. You watched it? I haven't watched it. I thought mm-hmm. about watching it because I see it on demand all the time. Well, you but know I haven't watched it. I'm a horror guy. And then I like Nick Cage. Cage. I know a lot of people hate on him, but I like him. Well, he's been having a good run with horror movies lately, man. So I I, I like that. I wouldn't say it was the best movie or anything like that, but you know, you can see why I flopped. I don't know what they were expecting to make. So I mean, by definition, is if they lost money, right? So the budget for this movie was $65 million ish. And they couldn't even bust that. Bro, it topped out worldwide at $26.7 million. <laughs> It what? was awful. Dude, hey, Nick Cage played a dope Dracula. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Now, all the other stuff surrounding it, sometimes I was like, man. But I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the movie, though. But I can see why I flopped. Number nine, and we're going to both agree on this. The Creator. Fire. Super fun. I love the creator. I saw it at the X screen with Diego, and it was I loved it. I thought it was a good movie. It's hard. Well, Original yeah, content yeah, yeah. is hard, but it yeah. was good. Really Especially good. Especially in an in a world right now where AI is such a big thing. Everyone's talking about it. You know, it's on every mainstream thing. We're investing money into it. We have Chat GPT and we have other versions, and Microsoft's dumping money into this and um, Elon Musk is creating robots and like Dude, people are getting fired because the AI is doing things it shouldn't be doing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You would think that in this world we live in, people would be like, hey, let's go watch this movie about what this could look like in 15 years. But I thought it was mm-hmm. awesome. Plus, Denzel's kid is a phenomenal actor. Bro, and then when I was watching the movie and um, they're talking about the collapse and because uh, um, an AI shot a nuclear bomb. And the dude says, he's like, it was an error. It was an error from a person. It wasn't yeah. us. Right. I was like, just like fucking people. Just like people. <laughs> like, that's your one. That's, that was one of y'all. <laughs> Destroy the AI. Well, I mean, hey, blame it on whoever you blame it, you know. <clears throat> but that was cool. That, that was, I thought that was cool to me, too. Like, the Americans didn't have AI anymore. But the um, European countries yeah, still did. The Asian countries. Yeah, it was that movie was fire, bro. Dude, it had good reviews. I mean, I feel like everyone yeah. that watched it enjoyed it. Dude, I mean, if you haven't seen the creative guys, I'd, I'd watch it, man. I mean, from the visuals, from the acting, from the, the action, like I, I, the movie, and it's beautiful, beautiful movie, beautiful story. I, I thought it was fire. The ending was fire. Good movie, man. Especially from original, all the hundred percent all the way around, like original content. Like it was, it, it was fire. I mean, it looked great. I didn't know the budget for this movie was less. I'm trying to like, I see on the article, but I'm trying to like. Yeah, I think it was only 70, 70 80. million. It was $80 million. It made over 100. 104. Mm-hmm. But you got to take into They expected account, to make a billion. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's a Disney. Disney owns the studio. So you would, 20th Century Fox is a Disney studio now. So they ain't trying to make movies that make $100 million. That's not, that's not a part of the global strategy. Strategy. But then you add in marketing, you know, whatever it took to market the movie, like it's significant. They probably didn't even break even. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that it looks better than an $80 million movie, though. Like, I mean, cinematically, it looked really good. I've seen $100 million movies that don't look that good. No, for sure. (laughs) Uh, Number eight, Hypnotic with Ben Affleck. Did you see that movie? Nope. I wanted to for a second, and then... Slip that out of my mind. <laughs> so, sixty-five million dollar budget. Um, 
and it only made fifteen point seven million worldwide. That's yikes! Flop. That's a flop. That's a belly flop. Yikes! He said, "Let me take my shirt off." Yeah, it's just hard too, cause like when you release, right? I I feel like this movie released around a time. Actually, oh, it re- did it release around some hitters, dude. Guardians of the Galaxy, Super Mario Brothers, and Evil Dead Rise. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're not you're not gonna get traction. It's just not no. happening. And all those movies hit, dude. Disney's had major flops this year, bro. So the creator, Haunted Mansion, is number seven. Haunted Mansion remake. I didn't watch it either. It's on Disney Plus right now, and I still haven't watched it. So the movie opened to 24 million, um, and it topped out at 117 million worldwide. And the budget was 150. So not good. Not good at all. How much did they pay Eddie Murphy? Uh, they have to have paid him a decent, a decent <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> uh, wish I f- I don't know anyone that has gone to watch this, and we're Disney people. Like me and my wife are Disney people. I don't know anyone that went to watch Wish. That's the one where they mix some of the Disney movies and stuff together, right? No, this is a new original movie where like there's a king that has the ability to grant wishes. And then he takes like an apprentice and she discovers that he's only granting one wish a year on purpose. It's not that he can't grant more. He's just choosing so that they make him feel like he's the villain. It looks like he's not, but he's the villain. Um, But dude, no one watched it. It looks interesting. I just, it was just one of those movies where like, I don't know if they marketed it well, but it never was like put in front of me. Like, I, I should go watch it. Like I'll watch I it later. So if you didn't hear about it, that's bad. But the movie grossed 106 million. And where was I? Uh 200 million production budget. Yikes. <laughs> Another Disney flop. That hurts. Yeah, that's tough. And there's another Disney flop on that list, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there should be a couple. <laughs> number five freelance it's a john cena movie i actually started watching this movie um it looked interesting but i don't know why i think i started late watching at like one in the morning i was like, i'm gonna go to bed and then i never i never came back and finished watching i watched like 30 minutes of it or something um but 40 million dollar budget it's a comedic thriller has john cena allison brie in it yes any commercials it made eight point eight point eight million dollars worldwide on a forty million dollar budget. Ugh. Yeah, dude, if they had made a hundred million, he would have been a go. Next movie, line him up. <laughs> All you had to do was a hundred million, Cena. Nobody saw you, fam. Seven percent approval <laughs> rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Nobody awful. Saw me. Nobody saw him. That's because he went to the movie and he was on the screen. Just invisible. Number four. Number four. Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. Dog, let me tell you this. Ain't nobody. <laughs> I know you were watching it. I know you watched ain't it. Ain't nobody. Dude, I love Indiana Jones. Love him. Love it. But ain't nobody looking for that. He's like, ain't nobody looking for you. Ain't, ain't nobody looking for you, Otis. <laughs> Dog, dude. <laughs> and then I heard they went through like five 
reshoots. Yeah, man, it was just a terrible dude. He's like 80 years old, man. I mean, I guess he deserves a send off after the skulls. I watched that movie a few times. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I was watching it. I was watching Indiana Jones movie the other night. Like, it wasn't bad or nothing. And I bet it it ain't that bad. But it's ain't nobody looking for Indiana Jones, man. Everyone that has a fan of him is either his age older, so half of them are dead, and then the rest are older people. Ain't no five year old know who Indiana Jones is. You know, eight year old they don't know who Indiana Jones is. You know what I'm saying? So they're, they're made, this one wasn't awful. So it made. So it's a $300 million budget, not accounting for marketing. It topped out at $384 million worldwide, but marketing takes a bunch of money. So they're in the, they're in the red there. Well, they made more money than I thought. Damn. Okay, Indy. But you mentioned Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That movie made $790 million. <laughs> so... <laughs> And it had bad reviews. Like the movie didn't even have good reviews. Seven hundred and ninety million. Shia Buff. That's why. Interesting. Shia Buff was like at his climax. Anything he was in was doing numbers. Transformers you know was doing. Yep. I yeah, mean, that movie yeah. came out what ten years ago, fifteen years mm -hmm. ago, something like that. Yeah, Shia Buff was on a run for a minute there, dude. So. And then that never materialized because I feel like. Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be the next indie. That was the plan, right? Was like to keep it rolling with the new character, but clearly yeah. that wasn't the case. Yeah, he had his own issues. Another Disney movie, because Indiana Jones is a Disney movie, y'all. But dude, it made $300 million. Like, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's still a lot of money to make. I know the budget was well over that, but that's still a lot of money. Number three, a movie that me and Ray both really like. The Marvels, yeah. The I mean, Marvels? I can see why I flopped because the first one made way more money than it should have. It sucked, and people were probably like, "Yeah, this one's probably gonna suck too." Yeah, no, I get it. It's um, it's by far the lowest. It's the biggest flop in the MCU. It's not even close. But Dude, I hated Brie Larson until I saw this new movie. No, she killed it. it. This movie is good. This movie yeah, is yeah. good. But I'm saying, like, my just dude, I went with you because it's our thing. You know what I'm saying? I bet there's a lot of people that were like me, like, oh, man, I, I hate this. I don't, I don't even like her. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, now she wants to stick with Marvel movies. She's like, oh, I feel like Miss Marvel has more to say and stuff. But after the first movie, you're like, oh, I don't know about all this superhero stuff. I don't know how long I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't want that shit. <laughs> you know, she it's turned just, me off right away. It's crazy, dude. So the budget was $220 million. It made two hundred and two million worldwide, but it didn't cross a hundred million domestically. That's wild. That is wild. And the first Miss Marvel was what well, it did over a billion dollars. It was like one point something billion dollars, and that movie is way worse than this movie. Like it is significant. This is significantly a better movie. Oh yeah, like crazy. I, I watched that movie more than once. I haven't seen the first one. More than one time, nor do I want to. No, I don't even care about watching that first movie again. It's not. I have no interest. I will watch the Marvels again, though. My wife still hasn't seen it, so the moment I can watch it on Disney Plus, we're watching it. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, and my daughter was like, "Oh, um, Kamala, she's from the TV show I'm watching on Disney Plus." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I thought it would have went over a lot better. Than and the Mar did. and Miss Marvel on Disney Plus is a good show. <laughs> like it's good, and she killed it. Kamala's the best oh, character dude. in the movie. Yeah, but yeah, so you're saying like. 
I digress. We're talking about this movie like it. it we're just talking. About, it flopped, and we're talking about why it shouldn't have. Like it. It was a. Good, it was a good movie. Yeah. I thought everything about it was good. There was a lot of things I found. It, it was funny. It was action. Like it, it. It was dope, man. Nick Fury, dude. Like this. This I told Brian this alone. Like Nick Fury in like 10, 20 minutes of this movie was better than that whole piece of shit show <laughs> they fucking had. Like this was Nick Fury. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get how it goes from this old TV show. I don't know about myself. I, I hated it so bad Wild. to this. Like, he was the shit. <laughs> no, he was good. Number two, The Expendables. I didn't fucking know they were making another one. Number four. This is their fourth movie. Well, Expendables expandable. number four. These motherfuckers are stretch. Expandables. Stretching <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. What was the budget on this movie? Oh, At a hundred million dollar budget, a hundred million, yeah. and it made fifty one million worldwide. Well, half of that went to people's salaries. They had like Fifty Cent, John Claude Van Damme, Special <laughs> Stallone, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chuck Norris. These dudes are getting paid, my man. You know what I'm saying? So I bet half that budget was, uh. I just pay alone because it ain't nothing but a blow up action movie. Like blowing shit up is cheap. Yeah. People are blowing stuff up since the eighties. You know, you know what's what crazy? The Expendables three didn't really make that much money either, and it's still they still greenlit Expendables four. Like Expendables three made like two hundred million dollars. It's not you know what I'm saying a crazy yeah. amount of money. Sylvester Stallone must have some really big pool. It's not a studio though, too. What's the studio? Lionsgate. Yeah. Lionsgate does that. They put out a, they put, they put out a <laughs> lot of, sh- <laughs> all them saw movies that never needed to come out. Megan Fox was in this movie. Fifty Cent was in the movie. Interesting. Wesley Snipes, or he's the third one, maybe I don't know. I remember seeing Wesley Snipes in one of the Expendable movies. And then <laughs> number one on this list is hilarious. The entire DC universe, not even one movie, <laughs> they listed all I mean, of the movies that came out this year. So bad. Does, does not deserve to be on our list. Oh, it sure, it sure doesn't. It sure does. Shazam doesn't. don't either, though. Shazam was a great movie. That don't deserve to be on the list neither. So the three movies: Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, and Blue Beetle. All three of them <laughs> had yeah, awful We're not going to get me going again on the Flash. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to begin to start with that movie. I know why I flopped. Deserved to flop. Everything about it, besides Michael Keaton, you know what I'm saying. But Blue Beetle and Shazam, I don't, I don't think they should have flopped. So let's go through the numbers real quick. Blue Beetle, 129 million worldwide on a hundred million dollar budget. So it went positive, but again, marketing eats up at the rest of that money. Fury of the Gods was 133 million worldwide on a 125 million dollar budget. And the Flash did 270 on a 200 million dollar budget. All considered flops. Blue Beetle was originally supposed to go directly to streaming. Yeah, so I think so. That's a win. You know what I'm saying? You made 200 million dollars on a on something you and something on something you black. You know, saying you just you were like, we're not getting no money from this. Really, we're gonna try to get subscriptions. You know, you made over hundred something million dollars, so that shouldn't be equal to that flop. That's a oh, win. That's yeah, hundred million dollars for something you were going to release for free on your platform just to your subscribers—that's that's a, a win. That's a win. That's a win for sure. 
But see, but, that's, that's what. But they, but they did that to themselves though. So before these movies come out, you're gonna have James Gunn say none of this shit matters. Moving forward, no duh, you're gonna lose out. You could have waited until the Aqua dude. They could have waited till Aquaman either made money or flopped, and then James Gunn could be like, all right, yeah, guys, that didn't work. Don't... See ya. Yeah, yeah, that, dude, that, that would have been even better though. Like, okay, <laughs> you're fucking up. Boom! Here's James Gunn, man. Here to save the day. No, yeah. you put him out before you drop four movies and say <laughs> none of this shit matters. Nobody cares. None of it. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. I mean, but that's I, be if they're gonna be different, they could do that though. Like, and they're I guess that's a plan, right? Because, um, like the Batman is a separate universe. It's not within his universe. So, like, you could do that. I, I don't yeah. know if you got a chance. Like uh, last week, Wes and I, we were talking about Zack Snyder's pool too. Like if they, if DC allows well, yeah, Netflix, Netflix to let them do the D, like Zack Snyder, the Snyderverse, that could be, that could be interesting. But that's the list, y'all. I mean, it's, it's crazy. There's half of that list is Disney. That's, they lost a hundred and. Oh, what is it? I want to say it's like a hundred and ninety billion dollar loss this year overall. Like they just took L after L after L, but they got it. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna put them under. Oh no, yeah, Disney World probably makes it in a day. <laughs> it's just crazy. But that being said, um, since all of those movies looked awful, let's. Talk about so Thursday night. I'm trying to get ready to go on Thursday night. We'll see how that works out. But uh Aquaman comes out. New Aquaman movie. Officially the end of the DCU as we know it, because now we're gonna get James Gunn's version going forward. But are you excited? I know you said it looked you think super it's gonna excited. be awesome. I don't have I have zero expectations for this. I'm movie. super excited. I love the first movie. I love Orm. I mean, the Ocean Master. Uh, I love the actor. I love the way he looks. I love their just from the trailer and the camaraderie. Yeah, you know the... I'm, I, I'm in. It looks fun. It, it looks fun. Do oh, Black Manta is one of my favorite villains. And like <coughs> I said in the first movie, I was like, damn, man, he's such a wash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now he's coming back better than ever because I was thinking about Black Manta. That's what he did. He was he just kept coming back better than ever. You know what I'm saying? So now he has a chance to. And the movie looks way better than what the hell they were talking about at first. <clears throat> Maybe they were wording it the wrong way or something the wrong way. Because in the movie, they say um, whatever Black Man is doing will destroy the world. Yeah. Global catastrophe. But from the way they were talking about, you were thinking that it was some like save the ocean. Yeah, an environmental movie. type deal. Yeah, like an it was environmental very movie. bad. That's what happens though. They, you take a couple of sentences from a whole person's, you know, whatever, because from the way before any trailers dropped, what how Jason Momoa was selling it from what people were posting, I was like, don't nobody want to watch this fucking recycle <laughs> planet. Yeah, yeah save the planet. <laughs> but obviously, every superhero movie on a big scale is trying to, save, to save the, the planet. planet. Yeah. So get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. Looks fire. I'm in. I think it's gonna save it's gonna save him. It's yeah. gonna save Say what? It's already dead. <laughs> What's it gonna say? It's gonna make a billion dollars. Oh no, no, it's not. Outside of you, I don't know anybody else that's like. Let's let's take a look. Brian. Aquaman. Okay, let's say this. 
it's going to make 500 million or more. Ooh, 500 million. Five, 500 million. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Luke, because the I first mean, one is number, bold. man. People love Jason Momoa. It's going to do numbers. I've got, I bet. I bet. I do. I guarantee it. Ooh. Uh, box office projection. Let's see. Box office. Probably three hundred. Projections. Okay. Early box office projections continue to be disastrous <laughs> for DC right now. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom's early box office predictions indicate it may be another monumental bomb for the DCU. Give me a number. Give me a number. The first one made a billion dollars. Okay, it has a budget of two hundred and five million. Do you think it's going to be over or under? Over, over, over two hundred million. You think five hundred? So to break even, to break even on the movie. Budget plus marketing plus everything. They need to make over $410 million to break even. So that's the number they're shooting for. Right now, opening weekend, they're projecting only 40 between 32 and 42 million dollars domestically, with a total range of 105 and 168 million total. Hey, but I don't think those are five like pre-sales and stuff. I don't think people are pre-buying tickets like they used to. Okay? Brian? That's going to be significantly <laughs> under. Significantly under. And a character. I know you love Momo. I love him, too. I think hey, he's cool. just slapped 500 million. And I think he did a really good job. But at the end of the day, this movie's going to bomb <laughs> <laughs> the first one made a, a billion dollars. A billion, what the first Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Take too long. You take too long. It's just, I mean, Aquaman is now starting to be cooler, right? Historically, no one really liked the character for the most part. So, like, the first movie making a billion dollars, I'm sure, was like, okay, okay, okay. But when, when did this movie come out? Four years ago? Like, dude, 2018? You can't, you can't 2018? have that gap. You can't have a gap like that, fam. Dude, if this movie would come on 2020, billion dollars. And I wonder how much like Amber Heard being in the movie affects it too, because people fucking hate her, dog. Like after the whole Johnny Depp thing, there is legit animosity towards this chick. They don't even have her in the commercials. Like marketing material, they don't even really show her. So I wonder I if she dies. I believe She'll in probably you. die in the movie. I believe in you. I don't. Th- I think it's going to be significantly under four hundred million dollars. I don't know if it's going to be one sixty though. That's tough. Over the holiday weekend, like people might just go watch it. You know, over Christmas weekend, like you got time, families here. Like it could, it could bump something. They need to just put up posters with Momo with his shirt off, wet. That'll sell a lot more. <laughs> they should have just had him jump out of a pool with a speedo on. Aquaman, come and see it. And I mean, all up. the advertising he's been doing is like, there was an SNL skit he did too with like putting on the suit, and he was like, "Yeah, it doesn't fit my calves." Like he's just a funny dude. He was here the other yeah. day. Did you see that? He was in Milwaukee promoting 
somehow dude, my buddy TJ, dude, my buddy TJ, he was at his bar. Yeah, yeah. TJ, he was around, him. and then he was signing some stuff at like a Costco or some shit. Dude, TJ said he was loud and obnoxious. He said, "I hate him." <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's the dude of all dudes. What do you think <laughs> gonna happen? He's coming out selling his liquor. He's gonna be out there shit faced, loud and obnoxious. Oh, for sure, bro. He's a bro of all bros. For but he sure, took a picture with him. I bet. Oh, I bet he did take pictures no, did, with him. Did. Right? I bet everybody would take pictures. Like, I hate this guy. Like, yeah, let me take a picture. Take Sell a picture with him. <laughs> ah man, I'm I'm a. I'm sorry, I had him. It's DM. promotion for the bar, Ray. He had to get the promo shot in for the bar. I'm like, Mama, yeah. come back here and beat his fat ass. He was talking <laughs> you got to think about the marketing capabilities. Oh, for sure. Momoa's been here. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my man. goodness. <laughs> Momoa's here. Aquaman. <laughs> so funny. It's just one of those. I know people are like, oh, Momoa, Momoa. There's people trying to go get autographs and shit. Like, I've never been like a huge, like, chase dude. Like, I go to wrestling <laughs> events all the time, and I'm. I've never been the, I'm going to get there early to meet them outside. You know what I'm saying? Or stay later to see when they leave. Like it's yeah, too much work. <laughs> too much. Work. I just don't care. I mean, what they do is awesome and cool and stuff like that. But like, they're just like me and you. If I meet one one day, cool. Am I looking for it? Not really. <laughs> oh, man. I'm to think of like one person I'd like to meet. Um, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck. That's what I like to meet. Batman, baby. I wouldn't want to meet Christian Bale, man. That fake ass fucking Batman. Oh, shit. Breaking news. As we're talking right now from James Gunn, 11 minutes ago. Here's something cool, but also something super confusing because the DCU can't do anything that's not confusing. Uh, Geek League of America posted this, and the source is James Gunn. So Matt Reeves' Arkham Asylum TV series will not be in the Battison Elseworlds universe, which is the Batman movie. Was It's a different universe. But it's going to exist within the new main DC universe. Okay. So okay. the new Arkham Asylum TV series is going to be in the new DCU. Oh, so it's not Matt. So Matt Reeves is doing it? Yeah, it looks but like it, he's but doing it's it. Not, but it's not in his wheelhouse. Right. Good. Why Good. would you do that, though? Suck. That's super weird. Because those movies suck. <laughs> Dude, that Batman couldn't be in the DC universe. His villains couldn't be in the DC universe. Like his penguin, the penguin looks, you know, like a dude from down the street. <laughs> outside the fucking sandwich shop. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what people do with Batman. Like I said before, I said it again, they try to make him too grounded, too yeah. real. And that doesn't that doesn't coexist with any other part of the universe. Batman is a dude doing extraordinary things surrounded by damn near gods. He can't be Matt Reeves' Batman. It can't be the Dark Knight Batman. And people can be like, oh, why don't you just use Bennett? Why don't you just use, uh, what's his name, you know, from the Dark Knight? That, that Batman, what was he going to do? You know what I'm saying? What's Matt Reeves' Batman going to do? Looks like there's a damn near half hockey gear getting one shot by a dude with a shotgun like you know what i'm saying like it, it, that's why it's going to be outside of the universe like i have i have a lot of hope for that show now that it's going to be outside of that universe you know what i'm saying 
I think it'll be interesting. I don't dislike any. I watch, Asylum, dude, like, I'm watch almost any of that stuff regardless. Like, Arkham Asylum people that are gonna be in there is like you know Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, you know stuff like that, and um, these people contend you know with superhuman people on the daily. If it was a Matt Reeves universe, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I get it, and I'm, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see a Matt Reeves killer croc. You know, Clayface. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people are going to be Arkham Asylum, and we need them to be what they need to be. You know what I'm saying? For the Batman Brave and the Bold movie and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> so it looks like Matt Reeves is producing the show as a series. So it's not a part of his Batman universe. Which includes the Batman sequel and Colin Farrell's Penguin show, so that's going to be separate. Even though I like the, the the idea for the show, and I like his Penguin, I like it for where it's at. You know, leave it there. Don't bring it into the DCU or whatever we're trying to build over here. You keep him out of there. It'll be interesting. I always find it fascinating when they try to do Batman shows without Batman, like. Gotham. I've I didn't watch much of Gotham. My cousin watched all of it. He loved Gotham. He thought it was awesome. But like making like I don't have much interest for making like shows within a city where Batman's the main dude, right? Like I, you know, like it's yeah, weird we to me. Know. It's weird to me. Yeah, it was dumb. They also <laughs> had plans at one point to make like a it was in the DCU too, I think. Uh, it never came to fruition because now um, gun is in charge but it was like an office type show so it's supposed to be like a comedy um within that universe within the dcu and it was like at a call center and they were going to be taking calls for like superhero activities and shows supposed to be funny but like even yeah. that it was in metropolis and i was just like i don't i don't know like i don't know this is i don't know like it doesn't really superman. yeah superman what's the need for any of this stuff you're talking about <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just it's it's interesting. I don't know, man. I think James Gunn can turn all that shit around. I really do, but it's gonna take a lot of time. And well, we'll see maybe when first. maybe when we're fifty, we'll see a proper you know DCU we'll, adaptation. We'll see what years. It was gonna take about that. You know, we'll see what it's we'll see. It's definitely gonna take that long. We'll it's definitely taking that long. Oh, another thing. Um, I don't know how long I'm going, whatever. But uh, Supergirl, they want to cast another Supergirl for the Superman movie, and people are up in arms about that shit right now. Why they like one, the one from the Flash? Yeah, one person retweeted um the name of the girl, Supergirl from the Flash. She's like, I will avenge you and stuff. Like, I think people. Are <laughs> Like she was cool. Why not have her? She's young, you know what I'm saying? Different, not the blonde hair, normal look, you know what I'm saying? Like And she looked amazing. Like when she yeah. had she shared a picture of her wearing the suit and it wasn't CGI and she was just filling that thing in and it was like, yo, I could I can get behind this. <clears throat> I just don't see why you would cast another supergirl when you got one. I don't know, dude. But why why not cast any of the TV show people like too, right? Like if you're doing multiple, oh, dude, universes, I love that TV show, uh, Supergirl. Yeah, Melissa Burnquist or whatever, she's awesome. But yeah, she's uh, it's funny. I'm just scrolling through like different news, and Netflix released viewership data by hours for the first half of 2023. So the Arrowverse is on Netflix now. 
So I'm going to start from least hours to most hours for all the Arrowverse shows as of like 10 minutes ago. Black Lightning has been watched 34.6 million hours. Legends of Tomorrow, 37.1. Supergirl, 60 million. Arrow, 159 million. And the winner by almost double The Flash, 311 million hours. They need to be in movies. <laughs> Grant Gusterson was The Flash, billion dollars. I think so too. I think it would make a billion dollars. If they made Grant The Flash, I think it would make a billion dollars. So, dude, dude um, faces sell movies. People sell movies. Dude, and like that's who a lot of these kids know who as The Flash. Like these people grew up nine seasons watching them as The Flash. Um, but there was a commercial Ryan Reynolds made. I think it was for like his phone shit or some shit like that. And yeah. Grant Gusterson was on it. And then they made a joke because you know how the Flash and and Green Lantern are friends or whatever. <laughs> they made a joke about them playing Green Lantern and the Flash in the commercial. It was super funny. You guys should check it out. It's definitely it a, a funny moment. Leave it to Ryan. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I never got why he wasn't. The Flash. Now's the time. The Arrowverse died. There's is no more. Like you know, what I'm saying, if you wanted to have them keep going, now's the time to dude, do you it. Even have, you can have Ammo come back as the Green Arrow. Oh, dude. dude, that would do. Dude, put both of them in a movie. Dude, fucking do Batman Brave and the Bold, and then you have Grant Gustin Flash and the Green Arrow show up. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. I swear. I swear to God, dude, you get him back in the Green Arrow. And you get him in the flash, billion dollars, dude. It would it would be nuts. It would be nuts. Did you see? You're trying to build a universe. You already have one. You, you have, have one. one. Yeah. Make uh, it bigger, dude. Yeah, Supergirl, Green Arrow, and the Flash show up at Batman, Babe, and the Bold, which they have in that cartoon or whatever, and they have Superman movie ahead of that, dude. You boom, your universes, tight fans, millions of them, and a TV show did like a a multiverse. Thing where like yeah, they're the all green together. arrow was specter like ollie was specter instead of the green arrow like and they converged all the worlds into one just expand that right like have an explosion and now the multiverse is back and that just happens to be one of the one of the places you're pulling from yeah you got the add on there do? i was looking at something used to be superman oh green arrow casting rumors there was, uh, I think, Charlie Hunnan, I think is his name, was his, the dude from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, he said he didn't want to. Uh... Yeah, so they approached him to do it. And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, he was like, he basically shot them down at the initial pitch. was like, yeah, spandex, whatever, like not interested. Yeah, you're only getting, yeah, yeah, I'm like, nope. You don't even know about the characters. So he's like, yeah, no, not interested. It's interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Grant makes an appearance in one of these multiverse things. People will go crazy. That would be dope. Because the movie, I know you didn't watch the show, but the movie Flash appeared on the TV show Flash when they were doing that multiverse. Yeah, yeah, not in that episode. Yeah, I don't watch the show up. too much, but I, I watch. He showed up, so it could be a thing. Because I like um, Reverse Flash, so I watched a few episodes of him on there and stuff. He's one of my favorite villains, even though people sweep him under the rug or whatever, but I love Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash, Zoom, they're all cool. Yeah, he's in my top ten villains. He because he, he he is the most grimy 
<laughs> so, dude, just legit <laughs> hatred. He just like, don't like somebody. He just He's don't like him. I'm gonna like erase him out of time. <laughs> He's one dude. <laughs> Why are you a bad guy? I fucking hate this dude. Can't what? stand him. That's it. <laughs> My whole objective is he has a museum, and I can't stand he has a museum. I'm gonna go mess his ass up. The That's epitome. Right. He is the epitome of being a hater, dog. Like, yeah. like legit. If you That's had to look up so what is much, being a hater, though. he's the one that should come That's up. That's why I love him so much. He <laughs> <laughs> just don't like dude. That's it. <laughs> oh man, it's tough. So I did yeah. want to touch on one other thing, dude, because yeah. Um. So we've talked about VR in the past, and. Mm. It's still a little early, you would think, but there's some real cool stuff happening. Like Apple's getting ready to release their $5,000 AR headset, which people are going to buy. <laughs> um, Brian's eating his words now, fellas. I'm not gonna eat. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy the Apple one though. No, no, it's but too you much said that you're gonna get in the VR when it gets you. Not I mean, but I have I have the Quest too. We have we have. Yeah. The Quest oh too. no, my yeah. wife plays it. She doesn't play it all the time. Too. I don't but play she it. plays it for like the music games and then she does certain things on it and she exercises with it, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pass on the meta three, like the quest three. I don't care what, but Ray, when I tell you as every day passes, (laughs) (laughs) every time I see something or a commercial, I'll text my wife if she's in another room and I'm like, yo, I might buy one of these. I think I'm going to buy one of these. He's like, these MetaQuest ideas are burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> He's like, my pockets are getting hot. Dude, it's just like, and it's for shit that I probably wouldn't even do. Like, it's one of those things. Like, I'm not even going to probably use it for that. But, Doc, the first commercial that really got me, because I used to play Fortnite. the piano. I used oh, to play oh, the yeah. piano in middle school. I mean, in, in elementary school. So, like, I still remember some things and, like, really simple songs. But I never kept up with this. So I wouldn't, I don't even tell people that I used to play the piano. It never comes up. I don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, I never knew. I, I said to you something. I was like, you could learn the piano on that thing. And you're like, I Yeah, and I was like, oh. I played the piano in elementary school. To, to, like, the fifth grade, I used to play the piano. So, like, I I used to do it. My sister used to play it. Like, she, she knows more than me. But I see this commercial. He's wearing a headset. The dude's sitting in front of a real-life piano. And the... And the fucking notes come down like if you're playing Fortnite Festival and it reads the piano keys and it shows you what to press to play the songs to get better at playing the piano. And I first saw it and I was like, that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a cool thing. I sent this aside to my wife and I was like, this is cool. And she's like, bro, you're never going to play the piano. And I was like, I know, but it looks cool. So like, whatever. But that was the first time where I was like, that's a legit application for AR, oh. right? Or VR, right? Like, I was like, okay, that's cool. So then I see another commercial and somebody's playing real life drums the same way, like a, a TikTok. It wasn't even a commercial. So they're playing the drums like a full ass song. Like if I can drew circles around the like the um, cymbals and the drums and the snare and, he, and it was coming down, he's playing this super rapid song. And I'm like, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a cool thing. Yeah. But here's where they got me, y'all. And this, this thing's probably going to end up in my living room here in the next week and a half or so. Cause I'm just dumb like that. Commercial comes out. 
and they don't fucked around and put the game pass on the meta three. <laughs> so now, um, Microsoft, Microsoft is winning so bad. Yeah. So now, this thing is a legit powerhouse because the game pass. I played again. The Game Pass is legit. Again, broken record. If you listen to these things, it's the best value in gaming by far. They could charge me significantly more money for it, and I'd still pay for it. Microsoft, don't listen to that part. But that's the reality. Dude, being able to play this. Like, I got my buddy, my buddy Eric, super Xbox guy. I convinced him to get a PlayStation. And I was like, dude, with the Game Pass, whenever... um. I wanted to say Skyrim, but that's not it. What's the last game that came out that everyone was hype about? And it no kinda... Man's Sky. No, no, no. Or... It's like No Man's Sky. Uh, you played it. Starfield. Um, Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. So he's like, man, I want to play Starfield. And I was like, dude, you're in a market for a TV right now, which he was. I was like, just get a Samsung TV with the Game Hub, and the Game Pass is on there, and you can just stream Starfield. So yeah. we ended up going through TVs, and he bought one. And that's how he plays Xbox is through that hub. So it's our, you don't even need an Xbox, right? Like you can do it on your phone, you can do it on a TV. Dude, it being on the Meta Quest 3, dog, like the commercials Dude, for it, I, you double all, tap all you and can make the screen as big as you want. Playing Battlefield with a headset on my head with the screen Boy. taking up my room. Boy. Dude, no way. I got You can one. connect an Xbox controller to it. So now it's not even, you're not even making shit up. You're just using an Xbox controller to it. Yeah. Think of an elite controller. I got two of them. Dude, I got to get one. I got to download Battlefield and Bro, see what that's like with that. I don't, I've seen TikToks now because the commercial came out. There's TikToks now, people playing. Dude, people are playing Fortnite on there. People are playing, dude, Forza. Forza on that thing has to feel. <laughs> Nuts. If it lets you control, dude, if it lets you connect like a steering wheel with like pedals to it, is is game over, dog. It's game over. It just is. Dude, just let me drive with the joke. Dude, I mean, I mean, I know it's not the same, but I'm like, dude, that's because I watched movies inside my old meta. You know what I'm saying? So that screen, if it looks like you're in a theater and it just it's as big as your eyes could take. I don't know how the technology is amazing. Dude, just imagine playing a video game on there, dude. Like it would be look like you're playing on like a hundred inch screen, but it's still right there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're playing a TV, you're like, fuck, that's not, you know? But on the MetaQuest, whatever, I think it'd, it'd be a lot tighter, real different view. You know what I'm saying? Like you're playing on that big screen, but it's like it's like in your face still. You know what I mean? I gotta get one and try it. Dog. And then they have like that's just VR stuff or like having a screen, right? Then you think about the the augmented reality side of it, the AR stuff. I've seen commercials where somebody's like building these big ass Lego things in just the air. Like they're just placing <laughs> stuff and just building these big ass things like in this virtual world. And it looks like it's in your living room. Dog. The one that I was talking one. about is called Quest Piano Vision. The Piano Vision. The... How much is the MetaQuest 3? Dude, it's a lot. It's like 700 bucks, I think. Well, let's go. Let's go check. Meta Quest 3. $500 for the 128 gig one. And they don't even call it VR. It's it's mixed reality. So it does VR, AR, just in general. 
I remember when the PS5 and the Xbox Series X came out, you could like buy them, they'll send them to you, and you can make payments. I'm about to I'm, I can do that on Amazon. I'm about to get that MetaQuest. Amazon will let you do $100 a month for five months with no fees or interest, and you can get one right now. <laughs> Ray's like, I'm going to log off real quick. Let me go check this Bro, Amazon link. I promise you within the next month, I'll have one of the have that. <laughs> and they're going to send it to me too? And I just yeah, you get on it? Yeah. So what if you get... Stop. If you get the five hundred and twenty, the twelve gig one, which is probably what I would do, because I, if I'm, I'm working, if we're gonna be downloading yeah. games, yeah, I'm not like, getting that small little gig. So it's six hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, but I'm it comes to. with, it comes with a game which we'll probably never play, but Asgard's Wrath. Ooh, that sounds and cool. then the headset, the controllers, you know. Dude, they have a Ghostbusters game on there called Rise of the Ghost Lord, and it looks. Crazy cool, dude. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters, man. Dude, that Lego thing. Yeah, see, I just—it's just one of those things. Cause because I wear glasses, it's always been inconvenient. Like it just has because I have to use them without them, which is fine usually because you could just make things bigger. Like I'm more immersed in it, so it's not that bad. Wearing it with it like presses it against my temples. It feels uncomfortable. So I've just never been a real big fan. Of, the applications yeah. weren't really great. That's why the Apple one's intriguing to me because you can buy prescription lenses for the Apple one. They cost like four hundred bucks, but it's still cool. It's still yeah. a cool. Add on. Like I, I can do it if I'm gonna spend four grand on one of those. I got four hundred bucks to fucking buy prescription lenses for it too. It's one of those things where like it's not yeah. for everyone, but yeah, dude. Brick Tales. That's a Lego game. Iron Man, the Iron Man game is oh, yeah. probably crazy on there. I don't know, dog. I think this thing's going to be in my living room here real soon. Real soon. Side, so I was like, we don't even got a piano, bro. I was like, we can go to my niece's house. She got some piano. <laughs> just you sitting still, there living here. Like, you don't need a piano. The keys will pop up anywhere. No, I know, but I want to like with the... Oh, you want to play the, it over the piano? Yeah, because on the piano, then you can hear it too, right? And they say the sound on this thing is amazing. Like it has like a spatial type speaker where you don't even need headphones and it sounds really good. Yeah, I'm not, I think I'm gonna have to snag one up too, B. Yeah, dog. I got we playing yeah. Fortnite on there. I gotta play Fortnite on there. Dude. Oh, boo. Imagine though, when the rock band stuff comes out or whatever, and you can use those tools playing. Boy, that. and you got the bro. Hang it up. Hang it up. Oh, man, augmented so reality good. on those drums you're playing. Give it up. I got to get one. So they got three options. If you have the Amazon credit card, we're doing like these crazy promos for Meta apparently right now. But if you got the Amazon credit card, those listening, you can get it for $54.17 a month for 12 months. 0% interest. If you don't have it, you can do payments directly through Amazon. It'll be $130 a month for five months. No application required. At least that's what it says on my account. Or you can do a firm, which is the big, you know, buy now, get pay later, whatever. It's $162.50 every two weeks for four payments. Mm-mm. So those are the options. Um, Give me Amazon credit card. It looks it looks fire, bro. You should. My Amazon credit card is fire. And you get points, dog. Anytime you buy stuff, I'd be having hella points. Like I bought 
my wife a MacBook for Christmas, a Air. She's been asking mm-hmm. for one for years. I've never wanted to because I think they're dumb. Um, the amount of money they cost for what they provide has always been dumbfounding to me, <laughs> but that's the majority of Apple stuff. But I bought it for her. She deserves it. So it got here yesterday. And then I always did get you see my phone just did? Huh? Yeah, that's a new Apple thing. That's you never seen that? No. Yeah, that Apple added that. Um <laughs> it's crazy. If you do it like this too, it should do it too. Do a thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. That's cool. It's cool as we were just talking about that. She was on the MacBook and she did a gesture and it popped up and she's like, Oh, I forgot they added that. Works on a MacBook too. So, anyways, it got here yesterday. I use a shit ton of points. The more you use the cards, you get like 5% back on Amazon purchases or whatever. So it stacks up over time if you buy a lot of shit on Amazon. Which I'm going to get one just to buy that. 54 bucks a month. Easy. So the MacBook gets here. It's MacBook Air. And I'm like, dude, I can't believe I spent this much money on this damn laptop. I could have built like another gaming computer for this amount of money. And nah, then, she, then she opened it. And I kind of get it. <laughs> I grabbed it and I was like, eh, okay. It it just feels different, dog. Like, yeah. it's thinner than anything else. She wanted to play games on the, uh, the other day. You can't really play games. don't support a lot of yeah. Microsoft stuff on Steam. You yep. have to go to the Apple thing on yep. Steam. And that's not very good. No, it's never <laughs> been a real gamer, a gamer-friendly device. But you can, you can edit a lot of stuff. Like, real, it's a... It's a beast editing. But anyways, I grabbed it and it's it's big. It feels like when you grab it, you be like it feels like it's worth what it costs. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I know what I you're saying. Like, yeah, okay. I told her I was you like, I understand. It feel like I understand it's worth now. what it costs. It feels like it feels <laughs> what it costs. Yeah. All right. So next time we talk to you guys, I don't know. Um, we're gonna try to do an in-person podcast uh for the second time ever this week. Before Christmas weekend or a holiday comes in, Wesley's in town. I know you guys heard that last week. My buddy Danny's around as well. So we're going to try to link up this week, do an in-person podcast, post post that for you guys, and just kind of talk about life, kind of talk about what everything's going on, what we've been doing, and a bunch of other stuff, hopefully in person. Go Bucks, Bucks, baby. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for stopping by. You know the drill. Make sure you hit the subscribe button below. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you're sharing this with all of your friends and family. If everyone's into pop culture, nerdy things, uh, this is the place to be, y'all. And if you ever did, if you know us and you want to be on one of the episodes, let me array know, man. We got time. We can add people, keep it fresh, different perspectives. um, And we'll go from there. Stay nerdy, y'all. Appreciate you guys, man.